from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Wu-Tang! Saturday, I think Financial Amphitheater. Wu-Tang and Nas, their New York State of Mind tour. And because we like to do things for the people, we have four tickets right now. Four. Four tickets. Cuatro. Right, Jeanette? That was pretty good? Yes. Okay. Four tickets to see Wu-Tang and Nas, New York State of Mind, West Palm, I Think Financial Amphitheater, September 20th. That's this Saturday, 7 p.m. Doors open at 6, rain or shine. Four tickets right now to the seventh caller to see Wu-Tang and Nas at I Think Financial Amphitheater, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063, but go ahead and call in for the seventh caller, seventh caller. 888-760-3776. You have four tickets for Nas, Wu-Tang, I think Financial Amphitheater. 7 p.m. Doors open at 6. If you don't win here, get tickets LiveNation.com. If you don't like your bank, come experience why. Their members love I Think Financial. For more information, visit IThinkFI.org. I Think Financial, moving you forward. 888-760-3776. Four tickets for Wu-Tang and Nas. New York State of Mind Tour Saturday night at I Think Financial Amphitheater. Ken Levick alive, Wednesday edition. That means Jeanette Javier. And last night you're up at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. You threw a really good first pitch. Thank you. Now appreciate it. I was I was wondering they because I the, the video the video I was saying it was a little bit grainy, but you weren't up you were in front of the mound, right? Or were you at up the top? No, I oh, wasn't. you were up on the rubber. I was on the mound. No, oh. I wasn't on top. I oh, wasn't you were on just the on the mound. Got it. I got was it. on the mound. Okay, okay. So that's I mean that's a have you did you practice? Did you get any warm-up tosses in? No. So the way I practiced was my roommate. I went to my. I looked at my roommate because I was offered Saturday when I was doing the bilingual broadcast mm-hmm. with the Jupiter Hammerheads. And how'd that go? By the way, it was fantastic. I did That's my first awesome. bilingual an- interview with one of the players, uh, Gene Reyes, up and coming with the Marlins organization, which is great. So it was fantastic. I'm going to uh, Hispanic Heritage Month is begins tomorrow, so I'm going to start posting pieces of cool. that. Cool. Um. But, so, what was the question? Uh, how, so, so, so when you went up there and uh, you're doing this, did you get any warm-up tosses in? Did you oh, practice no. at all? So that's what we were going with. My roommate, he's a personal trainer, so mm-hmm. I went up to him and I was like, his name's Zach. Zach, do you, I, he, he's never played baseball. But I was like, do you mind if I just toss the ball to you a couple times? Yeah. And he was like, well, no, he's kind of busy. <laughs> and I was like, whatever. You're going to say, Jeanette, do you want to have a catch? So then what I did is I crumpled up a piece of paper at my desk at home, and I started throwing at his head, and I was like, is this how you do it? So that's the only practice I had. So wait, the only practice you had for throwing out a first pitch, this is professional baseball. This is the playoffs at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, and your warm-up, where your first pitch was now especially shockingly good, your warm-up was throwing crumpled up pieces of paper at your roommate. Roommate's head specifically. I had a target. <laughs> you had a target. I had a target. Oh my god, so that is amazing. That makes it even more impressive. Were you nervous? I was freaking out because that's the thing with the first pitch. You're so isolated. You're very isolated. Not only that, by the time you walk to the mound and you look at 
home a home plate, you're this is further than what yeah, you think. It it's l- definitely further than what it looks. You're exactly right. Um, so, 60 feet 6 inches looks like 130 feet. And my goal was to not let the catcher – I didn't want the catcher to stand up to catch my ball. Okay. And he didn't at all. I'm going to post a video in a bit. able to stay crouched? Yeah. So, mission accomplished. That's awesome. The powers by all Dominican forefathers in front of me <laughs> came through and Tom Brady. But I, I love how, how Jeanette channeled Tom Brady, Juan Marichal, and Pedro Martinez. Well, so the shirt I purposely wore – it was a crop top that said, powered by Tostones. <laughs> That's the shirt uh, I wore. That is lovely. That is super lovely. I am super glad to hear that. And and it turns out uh, a couple of fans uh, came up to you and talked to you last night too, right? That was wild. So part my, I'll read you my um, introduction. Uh-huh. It's, it's actually pretty prolific. <laughs> I included a couple things in there, but uh-huh. let me let me uh, ask if I absolutely nailed it. It goes. And this is what the PA announcer? The PA announcer. Okay. I'm walking up to the mound, and this is what he says. Jeanette Javier, co-host of Ken Levick Alive from 12 to 2 on ESPN 106.3 and Comunidad Deportiva on Deportes Radio 760 AM, Fridays 1 to 2. Also the in-game host of Astro Spring Training and RoofClaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl, lover of Tom Brady baseball, Bad Bunny, and travel. That is good. You that even had intro. Bad Bunny in there. I uh, love that. I had to. It felt natural. I I've got to I've got to be honest. Over the last week, I've had more than two handfuls of people either message me or come up to me and ask me, "Man, Jeanette's Labor Day sounded crazy." And that was the mo- that it was <laughs> insane. So I'm writing to the game with my best friend, and she's pregnant and she doesn't have a life, so she vicariously lives through me. Oh, sure, sure. And, As one does. And I played her the episode. We were listening to the episode of when my Labor Day weekend. And she was like, Jeanette, I'm so happy you're alive. And I'm like, me too, honestly. <laughs> Overcoming the odds. And so we're odds. sitting. I, I get my celebratory beer. And we're sitting. I'm minding my business. Uh-huh. And these older gentlemen, like, sitting in front of me, they're like, oh, so you're Jeanette on Ken Levicka Live. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, you were on Evan Cohen's show. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. They're like, so everything that happened in Labor Day weekend, is it true? And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes, you really do that? And I was like, yeah. And then there was another time, Andrew, the fantastic general manager who allowed me the opportunity, he was walking around introducing me to everybody, and they were like, you're the girl who goes out and parties. And I was like, <laughs> yes. That is I. Someone has a reputation. I have a reputation. <laughs> um, somebody also brought up the fact that I do love Star Wars, so that was nice. Yeah. There's something positive yeah. with my reputation. There you go. So somebody said that I look thinner in person than I do on video, so that was cool. Who said that? It was an older gentleman, of course. I mean, come on. I, all right, I'm going to... This is a PSA for everybody who listens to this show, Okay. I, this is, you don't have to follow this advice, but I'm going to give this advice, okay? <laughs> Jeanette is, is arguably the most popular person on this show, okay? She's bubbly. She's fun. You want to be around her. You want to be in her orbit, okay? Good person to know. Good person to be alongside. If you want to go have a good time, she's your girl, okay? It's not a good idea. And it's not just Jeanette, but it's probably... Every woman. We're talking a lot about women and what you should say or not yeah, say. So yeah. this is a great topic. Stones to already crossed into a threshold we can't save them from with mm-hmm. wrinkles. Okay, <laughs> but when 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 you're coming up to Jeanette, here's here is or any woman for that matter. This is just friendly advice from Uncle Ken. Okay, do not 
under any circumstance say, huh, you're thinner on person than you look in video. That's going to be a mood killer. Just, tr- just trust me on this. That's not going to have Jeanette saying, oh, smiley, 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 good to see you. Uh-uh. And my first, I have been working out a lot and making smarter decisions. When I've lost 13 pounds since June. Let's go. So I was like, thank you for noticing. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure if that's the line that would be appropriate to a sports personality. But, but, But it's like me going up to an older gentleman, that older gentleman that said, hey, you look thinner in person than you do on video. And me saying, oh, you don't look quite like you're on the doorstep of death yet. Like, it would be the same exact thing. I was professional. I was like, exactly. I was like, I've been working out. Thank you for noticing. Like, hey, old, (laughs) you don't have one foot in the grave. Like, it would be the same exact thing. Okay? So, let's, let's, that's not a compliment to Jeanette. I mean, it is, but it's not. It is whatever. It's like a backhanded compliment. But I definitely have a reputation for partying. That's, hey, you know what? And you know what, you know what the best part? You're a known quantity. The friend that I've. That came with me to last night's game. Her and I have been best friends for like 12 years. I was her maid of honor at her wedding. Mm-hmm. And she looks at me and she goes, thank God you were on the air when you were 24. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at peak. Yeah. You would have had, peak, we would have had to move that over to, to satellite radio. Couldn't have gotten away with some of the things uh, so, on terrestrial radio. Yeah, so uh, it's definitely a sign that my times in South Florida need to come to an end that and solidified so my decision I love to it. move to West Palm Beach. I, I love it. And uh, so, again, uh, Jeanette did awesome with the first pitch last night. Palm Beach Cardinals, Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. Want to thank all the folks over there for uh, for getting Jeanette set up with that. And uh, Jeanette, by the way, overcoming the odds because her only warm-up was throwing crumpled up paper at a roommate's head. But at least she had a target. I, I texted him and I said, thank you for being my target practice. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for nothing. Like Literally, thanks for nothing other than your head uh, living in the same house. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, want to, I want you to hear this. Going from one thing you're passionate about, baseball, to another thing that your Dominican blood is passionate about, and that's coffee. Mm-hmm. Robert Sala of the New York Jets made a comment that caused me to triple take. I was trying to figure out if I was hearing this correctly as part of his wide-ranging and Stone and I both think extremely damaging press conference mm-hmm. uh, earlier this week after the Jets' listless loss to the Ravens. Here's Robert Sala talking about instant gratification. He's trying to build a team, and he understands that people want it to win now, but it's the long game. Here's Robert Sala. We put the onus on us as coaches, and we've got to find a way to get it fixed and help accelerate all their all their their growth and their development, but... Um, but at the same time, it's uh, you know it's a, it, it is a collective effort, and I and I appreciate all of it. Trust me, I do. Like there's there's nothing worse than being sold a, a bill of goods on the future. You know, you want everyone wants things now. It's the instant coffee age. The instant coffee age. Everybody wants things now. It's the instant coffee age. Now that that caused me to pause because I've never heard anybody say, "Hey, that's what you get." It's the instant coffee age. I've heard, oh, it's the millennial age, or it's the Gen Z age, or it's the short attention span age, or it's the social media age. I've heard those things, but I've never heard the instant coffee age. I'm not even sure that's a saying, and I don't know where that comes from, but fine. Let's just explore this. Jeanette, when you hear the term instant coffee, what comes to mind for you? Convenience. Convenience. 
So don't knock instant coffee because it's come through for me multiple times. So it sounds like, though, instant coffee for you is the you scoop it into milk and you stir it. Like the literal instant coffee. Or do you consider Keurig to be instant coffee? Keurig is not instant coffee. Okay, so what? Keurig is barely coffee. See, and this is the thing. But instant coffee, instant coffee by definition is you warm up milk or water and it's it's like coffee grounds that crystallized coffee mm-hmm. that you scoop into warm water mm-hmm. or milk and you stir it and there's your instant coffee. I've For had sure. it before. I haven't had it in like a decade. I've ha- I had it. A couple weeks ago, every time I travel, mm-hmm. I always have a little packet of instant coffee. With oh, got me. it. So you, yours comes out of a packet. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yes. Got it. Got it. Got and it. Got it. Every time I go camping, you the first coffee. thing I do yeah. is buy those little co- coffee packets. So here's my argument to this, though. This being the instant coffee age, instant coffee was invented in 1890. Instant coffee's been around since 1890. I would say the vast minority of people regularly use instant coffee, right? If you're in the age of something, there has to be a mass movement. The mass movement of instant coffee happened in like 1920. Like not in 2022. Negative. When Robert Sala says it's the instant coffee age, I don't think that's accurate at all unless he's counting Keurig as instant coffee. But I don't think Keurig is instant coffee because you're actually brewing it. He's mm-hmm. most definitely counting instant coffee as Keurig because typically in a coach's office, it's out of the pot because you don't want guys who drink probably two or three cups of coffee before noon to go have to put a pot in and then do it themselves when there could be a pot full of coffee. So he is talking about Keurigs. But then I think he's wrong. It's not the instant coffee age. If he would have said the Keurig age, it would have made more sense. But the instant coffee age... Barely anybody drinks Keurig coffee anymore. Jeanette does it when she's traveling or when she's camping. Other than that, the only people I knew who drink instant coffee are like age 65 and older. There's been a couple of times where I've used it because I've been in a rush. Okay. But it only as an emergency. That's what I said. Convenience. Yeah. So you're like, you're going to always buy. I, I, I go to Dunkin', right? I'll buy Dunkin' coffee. I do that an awful lot. Or I just make cafe con leche at home. Have you had a pumpkin spice latte yet? Why would I do that? Well, I now I know what I need to do tomorrow. I tried to get one today, but three different locations were sold out. So it's very They're sold hot out. Sold out. There's also a possibility. You people in your pumpkin spice. There's dude. also back off that millennial age, <laughs> that Gen Z age, that pumpkin spice latte. I do, are you pumpkin? Are you into pumpkin spice? Hell no. <laughs> Why? Because. Why? Because. Because what? Because it's Tom Brady soft. This is what it is. No, but also that was an unnecessary you, shot. You wish you were Tom Brady. Don't <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I think, exactly. Uh, I think every single person jealousy they were Tom is very Brady. ugly on you. Also, I also I think, don't like pumpkin pie. I also think Robert Sala. You're like the first white person I know that doesn't like what <laughs> pumpkin pie. Robert Sala is also talking about pulling up to the drive-through window and getting a coffee at Dunkin'. I, I, I think. I would presume he, he considers not, that instant no, coffee. No, that's different. That's instant coffee. That's, that's take my three dollars cash, take my three dollar yeah, bills. But, but it's and not give me a instant coffee. coffee. Instant coffee's co- not that cheap anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> instant coffee is the crystals that you put in the hot water and you stir it. That's instant coffee. What Robert Sell is saying, and uh, amongst all the idiocy of oh, I'm taking names and receipts. we have receipts and all this stuff, the instant coffee comment, now that we're breaking it down, is even more dopey. Than anything else he said earlier this week. This is not the instant coffee age. This is the drive-up coffee age. This is the Keurig age. This is not instant coffee. Keurig's not instant coffee. No, what is worse. he talking about? I think also, uh, 
he said what he said and everybody gets it. Like I heard him and I got what he was saying. I think he was just expecting everybody to get it and roll with it, which I personally listening to it, got it. I knew what he was talking about, right? Pulling up through the Dunkin' window, them just handing you a made coffee or popping a pot, a pot in and then having a coffee ready for you in 30 seconds. I, t- kind, I consider those. It's a terrible analogy. What kind of milk do you guys like in your Whole. Lattes? I go whole milk. Whole? Yeah. Stone? I like oat. I'll do oat milk. I like Stone is an I, oat milk? I actually put oat milk in my pre-made coffee this morning before I left the house. Let's go, Stone. That's like Tom Brady-esque, right? That's oat milk nice creamer. Swear no, to he God. just poo-pooed on Tom Brady. That's not even. But then he's going, oh. I know. I have oat milk with my protein powder. You know, oat milk tastes a lot better than almond milk. It does. I don't like, almond milk's a little 100%. too thick. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't love have the taste of it. cashew milk? No, I have not. Heard Try about it. it. Heard about it. Try it's it. pretty There's good. A little more tastiness to it. Huh. Interesting. Um, I'll still go with the whole milk, though. Not a ton. Like. I, I like the taste of whole milk. Do you guys like whipped cream? I don't put whipped cream in it. Okay, so? Neither do I. Okay. I do that in hot chocolate, though, not in coffee. You're a little unnecessary for my morning coffee. <laughs> okay. But you do? What? Did you drink caffeine cola? <laughs> what? No, I just, I'm going to come in with pumpkin spice lattes tomorrow. So I got your orders. <laughs> oh, wow. That's what you were doing. That was good. All Thank right. you. That was right. good. Oh, <laughs> that was really crafty of you, actually. <laughs> I had no idea what you were doing. Um, Robert Sala. He says it's the instant coffee age. Do we consider Keurig instant coffee? Because if not, then that makes no sense whatsoever. Because instant coffee was invented in 1890. It's 2022. It is certainly not the instant coffee age. Is Keurig or takeout coffee instant coffee? I think Stone's leaning towards yes. He knew what Robert Sala was saying. I think what Robert Sala said, and Jeanette thinks what Robert Sala said, is patently incorrect. Is this the instant coffee age? And do we consider Keurig and quick-made coffees at Starbucks or Dunkin' instant coffee? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Maybe I'm making too much of this, but Robert Sella, before he made the comment about the we're taking receipts, taking names, have a list, all this stuff, the instant coffee remark I mean, it had me feeling anger. I was feeling anger over because it's not the instant coffee age. It's not, but like I said, so there's a pot of coffee. The OG. I've been in the coaches. Pot. I know they've right. got the coffee. That's pot. all they're rocking every single morning. So I think the Keurig's kind of like a a disgrace to them. They're I, like, you know what? We need we need a full pot for all the coaches in the office right now. So I have a terrible caffeine addiction. Me too. I've had too. three cups of coffee during the show, and it's only one thirty. And you I, have been. <laughs> baselining coffee. Yeah. I If I don't have <laughs> at least two cups in the morning, I will murder somebody. Yeah. I think a lot, yeah, a lot of people feel the same are way. You, are you the type of person who someone like in the morning is like, hey, Jeanette, and you're like, not until my coffee. I don't even, person? I, no, I don't even talk to you. you I know, just give you the look and I'll move forward. I'm going to expose myself because I think Robert Sala is talking about me. So, for instance, this morning, <laughs> okay. I, I I bought a cold brew. Well, you know, it's been in the fridge. Oh, I don't we like buy, cold brew. So we buy two at a time. The giant's too cold. They're the size, too much ice. it's like a, a Coke liter. It's like a liter or, of soda. So it's all cold brew. And I this morning, like right before I'm rolling out, I grabbed it from the fridge. I poured it in a cup and I put some of that oat milk creamer on top. Mm-hmm. And then I rolled out the window. That right there is instant coffee. So I think Robert Saul is talking about me. Like, I, I think he's warranted there. But because I, I made it in six seconds. But I also think... 
Robert so Sala, so Robert Sala might drink instant coffee. Like he might scoop it into, like he to, might have in his office just like the crystals. To be honest, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I don't even know what that is. See, that's the, it's so old that he doesn't, <laughs> right. does not, that's why he's not, it's not connecting with I him. I have to bring a whole buffet of coffee options apparently. Yeah. I didn't know the crystals, it, the pumpkin spice, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know. It, it's, so it's like powdered eggs. Like you just pour it in whatever and it pretty turns much, into a coffee. Much, like, that pe- is, you know, yeah. Powdered peanut butter? Have you ever right. used that? No, I haven't, but I know it or like exists. powdered milk? Exactly. Right. Powdered okay. milk. Powdered milk. Great. So I didn't know that existed in coffee form. Which, in a real cafe con leche, powdered milk is actually what you would use. I love powdered milk. In yeah. the Dominican Republic, I'd get in trouble so many times because they catch me in the kitchen just eating the eating. powdered scoops. Really? Oh, my God. That's what, the powdered oh, milk, wow. don't they, don't they so use good. that on, in tres leche? What? Uh, Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, the, the yeah, yeah, powdered yeah. milk. But I could scoop that and just eat it. It was great. I've never heard of that before. It's so good. I did not Shout see out. that coming at all. <laughs> I was a fat, happy, chubby kid. Instant coffee. Is it Keurig? Are we counting Keurig or is Robert Salad just sort of completely old-timey? Is this the instant coffee age? Do we count Keurig as instant coffee? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We might have to play that for Steve Polizino and ask him his thoughts on instant coffee. He joins the show every week here. He is the brains of this show because he's the established business mogul. He's the family man. He's the youth coach. He knows all, and we smarten up the show every week when we bring him on, the president of Good Karma Brands, Steve Polizino. Hey, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho. For more information, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care's office is conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. The president of Good Karma Brands, Steve Polizziner. Ask Steve's when we come back. She eats powdered milk. In the powdered form, she's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Wednesdays means Jeanette Javier. What a successful first pitch last night. Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, Palm Beach Cardinals. The FSL playoffs. But Jeanette's here in her typical Wednesday spot. Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levicka. And it's time to get smarter. He's the president of Good Karma Brands. He knows all. We pick his brain every week. It is time now for Ask Steve's. Steve Paulitziner is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's on Ken LaVica Live. You've got mail. Steve, I just want to start this. You as an established New York Giants fan, congrats on a season opening win for the first time in six years. You realize we had just moved in to our Phillips Point offices uh, the last time that the Giants won a season opener. I had not realized that. Thanks, Kenny. Um, it did also knock me out of about four different survivor pools because <laughs> I told everybody that Titans were my, my pick of the week. But, yeah, as a fan, it was uh, stunning. 
So, yeah. and, and it was looking pretty uh, good as the pick of the week in the first half. But no, I, I, I'd much rather see the Giants win. That was, that was a great win. Can, it was a program-building win, as they say. <laughs> Ken, speaking of survivor pools, Steve is the only person in our entire pick'em pool. In ESPN West Palm pick'em pool. Who picked the Seattle Seahawks. And it's from 1 to 16, the value scale. He put 16 on the Seattle Seahawks. So a complete psychopath that ended up jolting well, no, himself Well, no, here's what happened place. is because in our pick'em pool, and we do this I'm online. I'm in first. I think I'm in first. You are. Because you, you picked 16. I'm in first place. Nobody knows how to pick yeah. anything off of that thing, though. It's so yeah, complicated. You are in first. It takes oh, first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's not do a PSA for confidence pools. These mm. confidence pools no. are probably the worst invention. Too many numbers. It takes two hours. Yeah, it takes too long. It's, it's, like it's just that's the reason. Put Steve put sixteen on Monday Night Football is because he just said randomizer. I don't have time to put all these different <laughs> numbers and think about it. Like it took There's way a too high long. High probability stone. I would could say with almost certainty that that's a mistake. Wow. And I probably thought the Bro- the Broncos. I probably meant to put the Broncos <laughs> as my most confident I thought it was a slick play. I was like, wow, he knows nobody wins Seattle. If they do win, then he'll go to first place. But now, you know, I'm not that impressed, I guess. No, it, it was in the subconscious of Steve. That's how brilliant he is, is that he just knew. He just knew. <laughs> Steve Palatiner with us yep. here. Ask Steve on ESPN 106.3. Steve, I want you to hear this from, and we've been crushing Robert Sala for about the the last two days. That press conference he had on Monday was uh, embarrassing. And especially as the head coach of that team in that market, I mean, he just humiliated himself. But before he made the comment about, I'm taking names, I've got receipts, whoever mocked us, uh, I'll be glad to call them out when we start winning. He said the following, and I did a triple take on it. I want you to hear what Robert Sala had to say in terms of coffee. We put the onus on us as coaches, and we've got to find a way to get it fixed and help accelerate all their all their their growth and their development. But um, but at the same time, it's uh, you know it's a, it, it is a collective effort, and I and I appreciate all of it. Trust me, I do. Like there's there's nothing worse than being sold a, a bill of goods on the future. You know, you want everyone wants things now. It's the instant coffee age. The instant coffee age. I have never heard that in my life. Anybody call this age the instant coffee age? Instant coffee, Steve, to me, are the crystals that you put in hot water or hot milk and you stir it up. The instant coffee age. By the way, those were invented in 1890. So I don't know what Robert Saul is talking about, but do we consider Keurig to be instant coffee? Yeah, that's, that's, I haven't heard it put that way either. I guess I'm from the Sanka age uh-huh. um, when, I was, uh, when I was birthed. Um, and I was in New York the last couple of days. Um, Jets fans, they are so beside themselves. And, you know, every team has its, like, fans. And I happen to be around a lot of Jets fans. And for, they are so angry that Joe Flacco is starting. No Jets fan wants Joe Flacco starting. They're like, we have no chance. He's back. He should be out of the league. Mike White had the one awesome game. If we're not going to have Flacco, if we're not going to have Wilson – at least give us white. What do you? What, why is what? What are we waiting for? Um, and and Sala, I, the bigger comment he kept getting killed on was the whole receipts. Uh-huh. You know that he's that he's taking receipts. Well, he's gonna be he's gonna have a lot of time to take them when he gets fired. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the bigger problems are way beyond. You know, probably way beyond Sala. It's, yeah. it's the it's the Jets roster, and they are they're banged up on the offensive line. But there, I, I think this is where things start to slip, and you make bizarre comments like that. So yeah. no, I've never heard this that, age called the instant. You may call this the Starbucks age. Yeah, that's Why what I was saying. The, the Starbucks Starbucks age, the Dunkin' age, hey, like anything. Hey, Steve, 
have you had a pumpkin spice latte before? No. Why? <laughs> uh, just I'm not really a big pump, pumpkin spice guy. Um, also, I always find the, it's bizarre the seasonality of, of things when you live in Florida. Like, because nationally they have to do the pumpkin seasonality. Isn't it 100 degrees out? It's, for me, that's the fall. Like, I grew up up north. Like I, you know, the, I get in the pumpkins around, around October. Right. It's an but October thing. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, it's one I of don't the... even drink hot coffee. I only drink, co- I only drink iced coffee, Ugh. and I drink it religiously, but it's, 90, it's 100 degrees here. <laughs> well, for me, I've only lived in hot climate areas, the Dominican Republic in here, and for mm-hmm. me, when the pumpkin spice latte comes out, it's a definition of fall. And it's delicious, it's, in fanta- it's fantastic, and I'm surprised nobody here on air has had a pumpkin spice latte. No. Let me like, know next time you're in studio. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy you one. Don't I me. agree. I agree <laughs> that pumpkins are the definition of fall, and that's sort of interesting because I didn't grow up in Florida, but I've lived here for almost 20 years. I, I don't feel like there is a fall. I mean, football is the fall, but it, it's, it's, there's no, you know, when I no foliage. Leaves, leaves aren't changing. Yeah. No, I think our fall down here is when you, yeah, like if you walk outside before 10 a.m. and don't feel like you want to die, that's when it's fall. That's when you know it's fall down here. Well, Steve, it'll be my honor to buy you your first pumpkin spice latte. Oh, that's very sweet of you. You don't have to buy me one, but when we're together, I will buy you one and and we'll try one and we'll try it together. But I also base when I think people should eat things by when you put decorations up on your home. So like for me, pumpkins are an October, November thing. Because you've got uh, you've got Halloween, you've got pumpkins in the window, and then you can transfer that to Thanksgiving. But then after that, that's where you can have the minty chocolatey stuff. But then you take those off well, your windows, and it's time to move on. Well, to that end, I, I I have all my drinks at different places. I'm sure everybody does. Like I like peppermint mocha, the peppermint I'm mocha latte you, at Starbucks. Get out of here! No. But, but let me let. Well, now you're really gonna be done with me because I don't only want it around the holidays. I want it in July. <laughs> and guess what? They have it there. They just don't market it. They, I, they carry it. Wow. I, so feel I, the same the way. I feel the same way about pumpkin spice lattes. If I can have them all year, I would. Wow, that is okay. fascinating. Well, then what are you done with me for? It sounds like we're on the same page. I'm no, sorry. the I fact... Thought, look, I, I put pumpkins outside of my house in the, the, you know, the week before the, uh, <laughs> Halloween. But do you... Do you, I just don't have to integrate it into my food choices. No, the fact that you have a peppermint mocha over a pumpkin spice latte, you have better taste than that, Steve. <laughs> you have a pumpkin spice oh, latte. I think if you put Tomorrow. up a poll, I think if you put up a poll, if you put up a poll or a poll or a Twitter poll on what's better, what what would you rather have if you can only have one? I'll peppermint pump- mocha or peppermint oh. latte or a pumpkin spice latte. Now, I believe pumpkin spice has an has a, uh, innate bias right now because, you know, it's fall. Yeah, <laughs> and it has better marketing. Uh, it has a better marketing department, I think. Because nobody likes no, better than Mocha. You're scared. You're put scared, Steve. Put, <laughs> no, no, fine. Just put up peppermint. Yeah, peppermint Mocha versus pumpkin spice latte. I'd be, I'd put it up. Say I'll go less. With, I think peppermint Mocha will be <laughs> the winner. Say less, Steve. It's on. As Steve's the president of Good Karma Brand, Steve Palatino here with us. You're such a marketing sucker. <laughs> the, the, the orange at Starbucks, uh-huh. they, put some, they get some leaves, some fake leaves, yep. 
Give it to me. Uh, Give it to me. The board, the menu board. Jeanette's never been more passionate about anything than I'm seeing her right now in defense of pumpkin spice. Uh, I did want to ask you about Tom Brady because she's also very passionate about Tom Brady. Uh, I'm just going to yell at Steve the whole time, apparently. (laughs) We were discussing that, like, Tom Brady, it is clear that he still believes in himself, right? He still got it. He still thinks he can lead a team deep into the postseason, maybe even win a championship. But with all of the stories about the marital strife, and the brief retirement, and now, just days after a win over Dallas, impressive, Giselle Bündchen has the feature in Elle magazine where she's kind of putting the, turning the screws on him a bit, saying, hey, it's my time, it's my time, I'm going to apply my path, I'm excited. This is going to be a storyline all year, and I pose the question, Stone actually brought it up, do you feel bad for Tom Brady right now? Because you want Giselle to do her own thing, but this is a man who still believes in himself, and he might leave the game prematurely because there's a lot of pressure being put on him. Do you feel bad for Tom Brady? No. Who, ever, who could ever feel bad for Tom Brady? We've got to revise this question. Uh, because who in, would ev- he has accomplished everything. He's, he's an amazing story. Look what, he's, look, what he's over, like, look what he was overcome versus the expectations. No, I don't feel bad for him. And also... Um, Part of what Giselle is saying is she wants to get back into modeling. I might be okay with Tom retiring sooner. Giselle's beautiful. We haven't gotten to see her do any modeling in 15 years. So, uh, it, like, if Tom Brady doesn't win the Super Bowl this year, this whole story mars, you know, just mars yes. what has been basically a perfect career for him. And that part is a shame. I'm not saying I feel bad for Tom Brady, but that part is like a shame that this is now a component of what Tom Brady's story is. Like in 10 years from now, we're going to be like, remember how it ended with the weird retirement, then the disappearance in um, training camp, and then whatever, you know, kind of whatever happened with the Bucks. But Tom, but I wouldn't count him out because, you know, he's, he's won more than anybody. So he can shut everybody up by winning again, including his wife. I think that's a good way to put it. One, one final thing here, Steve. Ask Steve's here on Ken Levick Alive, ESPN 106.3. She's Jeanette Javier, Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. Uh, this is a question from a fan. This is Bobby. He comes out of Lake Worth, and he asks, Steve, my wife and I have constant arguments about the AC level at night. I like it cool, down to 68. My wife is trying to save money. She wants to keep it at 74. What do you think is a comfortable sleeping AC temperature? Oh, wow, that's a good one. And that is definitely, I think, something that could happen in a lot, like a lot of places, because you are thinking about, um, you are thinking about, you know, the financial impact. Then just like, hey, I'm cold. Um, I've gone to a colder temperature in the last few years because it has, I've been reading medically sleeping a little cooler is better for you long-term. Mm-hmm. So like you may save a couple bucks on your AC bill, but I, will that matter when you're dead? So I've decided that I'm going to go a couple, bu- a yeah. little bit cooler, cost a couple more dollars, but that you, uh, the data shows you get a more restful sleep. Now I like that his wife is thinking financially responsible. Sure. Mm. I do like that, but what he should be saying, Bobby, is say, honey, I love you. I want you to have the longest life possible. Let's kick this thing down to 71, 72, because this is an investment in you I'm making. It's like I'm buying you a gift. It's just the gift of better sleep, which is going to in turn give you a better life. That's what Bobby has to 
present, and he needs to also find this article that I read like four years ago. So Google that one. That is uh, that's good. That's that's compromise, and I actually think Steve would be useful to be the arbiter of Tom and Giselle's marriage as well, based off of what I just heard. Uh, Steve, excellent work as always. And Stone, I wanted to make sure I brought this up before uh, you left us, Steve, because Stone said last segment we were talking about coffee. I don't know what you're talking about when I was describing how you just take the crystals, the Senka, if you will, and you pour it into the hot water or hot coffee. You have instant coffee. Stone goes, I don't know what that is. I, I've no, I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, his girlfriend just tweeted at me. Oh. I have no idea what Stone is talking about. We literally have instant coffee in our pantry. Oh, God. Stone. So, Stone. I, I'm not the one who makes the coffee. I, I just usually get it, you know, presented to me. So, uh, you know, this is oh, news oh, to me. Oh, wow. King you Stone. Get it presented to you. I'm just saying Did you that- hear that, Jeanette? I usually get it presented to me. What a life. Wow. Yeah, my, yeah, she's I, just I, amazing. I, give me my coffee. Here's your Botox. I, <laughs> I think we know uh, Stone certainly uh, controls the air conditioning temperature. That, that's for sure, based on what I've just said. Well, 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 Jeanette, I look forward to doing a latte off. It's already on Twitter. And you. I noticed you don't follow me back on Twitter, so fix that too. <laughs> All right. I'll but, oh, oh, we also didn't clarify. Is your pumpkin spice hot? Yes. Or ice? Hot. Ooh, okay, because my peppermint mocha my peppermint mocha's ice. Oh. What? You uh, have the yeah. worst coffee taste of Jeanette all time. Jeanette just had a Steve. visceral reaction to that, Steve. Yeah. All right. Well, we will uh, we will trade coffee uh, preferences at a date to be determined, <laughs> and we'll go from there. But I am curious to see how this poll comes out. So I think you're going to be very surprised. Bring me a vomit bucket. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. Steve Politziner asks Steve's here on ESPN 106.3. When we return... Maybe FAU head coach Willie Taggart. We'll find out. That's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. We were talking about that AC level when you're sleeping. You know what makes that difficult? Is when your AC is just not working or your AC is struggling. In South Florida, if your AC goes out, then your uh, your bedtime temperature in the house is going to be like 88 degrees. That's bad. There's nothing worse than sleeping and sweating. Sleeping and seeping. Good, right? Had a nice ring to it. Kind of creepy. Yeah, a little more than creepy, anything. actually. I don't love that. EDS Air Conditioning, edsairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. If your AC is struggling, if your AC is dead, Make it EDS. EDS is, yes, they're a train comfort specialist. Hard to stop a train. That equipment they're using is top-notch. It's going to get the job done. Their associates, they are the ones that are going to come save the day for you. I talked about our teammate Jeff here at ESPN West Palm. He had an issue. They went in. They reconfigured a, a portion of his AC system to make sure that the problem doesn't happen again because the issue was in how the house was constructed. They took their time to fix that and make sure, hey, this is quality. This is long-term. We got you, Jeff. That's the type of commitment you get. That's the type of quality you get with EDS Air Conditioning. They service Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. They are lifesavers. If your AC is starting to sputter, if your AC is flat-out dead, 
you got to go to EDS. EDS is, yes, schedule an appointment. EDSairconditioning.com. EDSairconditioning.com. They are setting appointment schedules around you. No being taken hostage at EDS Air Conditioning. They are going to come out, they're going to fix you up, and they're going to do it on your time. EDS Air Conditioning. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is, yes. I, uh, You know, Jeanette, we have a tendency to be petty here on Ken Levick Alive. Mm-hmm. We do that pretty often. I think it's a... I do it every day. Yeah, you do it every day. Theo does can. it every day. It's like a framework of the show. Jeanette lives in the petty realm. I love it. Um, it's a hobby. But you think you're petty. I'm going to raise you a Mike Martz. The former head coach of the St. Louis Rams brought the Rams to a Super Bowl where they lost to the Patriots. One of the great offensive minds to ever coach the sport. He is on a broadcast called 33rd Team. And he broke down the two quarterbacks that participated in Sunday's Bears-49ers matchup, rain-soaked at Soldier Field. You had Justin Fields on the Bears' side. You had Trey Lance, two youngsters, two second-year youngsters, going at one another for San Francisco. I want you to listen to his assessment. This is Mike Mart's breakdown of the victorious quarterback, Justin Fields. I'm just shocked, shocked at the Bears. I mean, they took this quarterback. They went up and spent a lot to get him, and he was, he was less than remarkable would be the kindest thing that you could say about him. I don't know if I've ever seen such a bad performance by a quarterback in his opening performance of the season. Like He was just completely awful. He really deflated the football team with his performance. They just... You know, when you get a quarterback, they can't do anything at all. And defensively, you shut them out basically for a half. You kind of lose hope. You know, right now they're a team without hope. They're a team without hope. That's his assessment of the winning quarterback, Justin Fields. I mean, that is an old, angry man right there. I, 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 I can't believe it. I mean, literally his takeaway is the Bears have no hope after seeing the quarterback who won. I feel like he's been holding that in for so long, and the fact that he had a mic, he just like bleh, yep. vomited all over and, it. And we have this reaction, but the you know but when he goes after Trey Lance, it just, just gets ten times worse. If you thought that was critical of the winning quarterback, wait till you hear what he said about the losing quarterback, Trey Lance. It's Mike Martz. I want, their, I want their eyeballs. Yeah, I've never seen anything about this kid that was it, it encouraging at all. He really has to plan himself to make a good throw. Uh, he's not a quick decision guy. Everybody's shot in the rear about him being a, a mobile guy making plays with his feet. He looked like a fullback stumbling around trying to run the ball to me. I mean, he's not Lamar, you know, so I don't know what he is. He, he's not particularly a good guy running with the football. And based on what I saw today, I mean, he, he missed two guys completely by themselves. Uh, I know it was in the rain, but your quarterbacks do that. You, you make those throws. Um, I know this, he can only go up. He can only get better because you can't get any worse than what he did today. Uh, I've never liked him. I still don't like him. Uh, I don't know. I'd like to know what he does so well because he, he's not a great passer, doesn't have good skills. Oh, my God. Takes a long time to set himself and throw the football. Oh, this is easy throws. He's not particularly a runner other than that. He's a hell of a player. That gave me life. Oh, my God. I don't that like him. That gave me life. I don't like him. I've never liked him. Mike Martz on 49ers quarterback Trey Lance. 
That gave me life. I've said the same exact thing about men I've dated. <laughs> so him and I are on the same page when we're trash talking. Holy hell. We've got to cut up all of that. Those are perfect for this show. Mike March just provided us seven months of sound bites. I <laughs> would like for him to be here. <laughs> And talk to me. Can he join the show Wednesdays and Thursdays? I would love to do, right. like, let's get he some beers. goes after Trey Lance, one of the most mobile quarterbacks in the league. Here's right? what we're going to do. <laughs> Come on. What we need to do, Stone, and I'm going to task you with this. Love I need you him. to reach out to Mike Martz's people. And we need to have a weekly segment with him. You don't think when Jeanette's reaching on, out to him right now? When Jeanette is on, and they can just rip apart players that they don't like. I would love to do that. We'll call it the petty party with would, Jeanette Javier and Mike Martz. It would be my honor and give me <laughs> purpose for living. My honor and my privilege to do so. Um, so, so Stone, what I what I want you to do is contact Mike Martz's people and just see if there's... It, I don't want to pay him if he do it for free, okay? If he do it for free, then I'm down for it. But Jeanette is ready for it. I want somebody to be on my petty level. It's few people who can do it, and he obviously... Can. He's on your level. Absolutely. He's on my level. I'll reach out to his people, even though I'd assume it's probably his wife. I mean, <laughs> That's fine. He's just, just see if he'll come on. We only need him for 10 minutes. The petty party with Jeanette and Mike Martz. I think I, it's perfect. He can teach me so many things, and I'm very excited to learn. <laughs> A petty lesson with Mike Martz. Uh, real quick, let me tell you about underdog fantasy. It's the best fantasy. It's the most fun fantasy because you set up a lineup and then you don't have to wake up on a Sunday and, oh, God, I forgot my lineup. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you make the lineup and you forget about it. And then you follow it during the game. You track it. It is fun. There are so many different ways to play. It's Underdog Fantasy. Underdogfantasy.com. Get the Underdog Fantasy app. That's what I'm playing on every Saturday college football, every Sunday NFL. And right now, if you use the promo code WESTPALM, all one word, you'll have your deposit doubled up to $100. Your initial deposit will be will be doubled up to $100 at Underdog Fantasy. It is the newest fantasy. It's the best fantasy. And for me, it is the most fun fantasy. That's Underdog Fantasy. Check it out. Underdogfantasy.com, the Underdog Fantasy app. And again, use the promo code WESTPALM, one word, WESTPALM, W-E-S-T-P-A-L-M, all one word, WESTPALM, and get that initial deposit doubled up to $100. All right. Jeanette will be back tomorrow. We'll have our Thursday edition. Are we going to be petty? Yes. Are we going to talk about football? Yes. Are we going to have fun? Absolutely. Is there going to be pumpkin spice? God, I hope not. Yes. That is Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.